doing this inner soul work it's not a destination it's more about an ongoing and evolving journey of self-discovery and the direction of it is literally dictated to by the actions that you choose to take so are you choosing consciously and mindfully your experience or are you just sort of drifting along and having your experience dictated to by the circumstances that arise around you welcome to her power the podcast with me your host zoe fox this is the podcast for women who are ready to turn their pain into power heal the past connect with the greatest potential of the future and see just how good life can get Her Power the Podcast helps women to connect with the true essence of who you came here to be. Beyond societal expectations, trauma, outdated behavioural patterns, limiting beliefs and job titles. My mission is to help you realise just how great you are and then get you really maximising your talent and your potential. Don't forget to hit follow so you never miss an episode. And please do come and find us on Instagram. You can catch me at zoe.e.fox or you can find the podcast page at Her Power The Podcast. It would be great to connect. Hello, my soul sister. Yes, it's another episode. I did it. One thing about me, I cannot be defeated. I've got a determination that just keeps pushing me forward because yeah if you heard the last little tiny mini episode that i put up things haven't gone according to plan so i recorded an episode i was really pleased with it it was one that just came from the heart and felt like i was in the flow and then when i came back to finish the editing it had all disappeared and i spent the day trying to salvage it trying to find it nowhere to be found so after a few deep breaths and recentering myself, <laughs> I found the energy within to come and do it again. So it's a Tuesday evening. The episode usually goes live kind of like two o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday. So it's Tuesday evening. My little one's just gone to bed. She's got a bit of a cold, bless her. So she's been a bit under the weather. I've cooked a nice lentil cottage pie. I've got my Christmas lights on. I'm feeling all cosy. I'm mustering all the right energy to bring. (laughs) So I'm hoping this episode will be just as good, if not better, than the one that disappeared. But there's a lesson in that, isn't there? Don't let yourself be thrown off when things don't go to plan. Sometimes you just got to take a few deep breaths and then keep it moving So a few days back, I had the privilege of attending such a beautiful event. It was so special. It was held over in Soho in London and it was hosted by Madeline McQueen. Now, Madeline, she's an executive coach. She's a speaker, a trainer and just an all-round magnificent human being. And she's only been in my life for a couple of months and she's made such a huge impact So I met Madeline, she's also in the same cohort as me on the Hay House Diverse Wisdom Programme. I 
and she is a force. Honestly, if you hang around her for too long, she will most definitely have you believing in your source and really believing in your value. So the event was her Christmas Me For Me luncheon and I was so grateful to have been invited. It was full of good vibes and really inspiring black women doing amazing things. One of the biggest things I struggled with growing up was just a lack of representation. People who look like me, people who live like me, out there doing inspiring things. It was all full of stereotypes in the news back in the day and it didn't do much to help me visualise what could be possible if I'm totally honest. So to sit in rooms like that with seriously top tier women that are absolutely smashing it. Yeah, it was a huge boost. I cannot lie. I met so many amazing women and it was just such a good vibe. And I love it when you go out and then you leave walking on sunshine. You know, when the vibes are so good and the people are great and it's all just love and appreciation and women wanting to see other women do really well and I just love that so I'm really grateful to all the connections that I made there and to Madeline for having me um, and big shout out to you if you're listening because I know that a few of the ladies that I met said they were going to be checking the podcast out so much love to you you can find Madeline on LinkedIn at Madeline McQueen and you can also find her on Instagram at the Madeline McQueen I for one cannot wait for her book The way that she makes me feel in like a 20 minute phone call, boy. So while I'm on the subject of just good people and supportive people, I want to shout out to Aisha, Deeply Rooted, and I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Please do correct me, sis. Um, I met Aisha over social media quite recently and she's become a listener of the podcast. And just blessings to her for taking the time to actually get in touch and not only get in touch but to share the podcast with her community and she's been kind enough to like let me know which bits of the podcast resonate with her and it really means a lot so I just want to say thank you to her for that and if there's anyone else out there who finds that the podcast resonates and it's connecting with you I'd also love it if you would share it on your socials so we can share the good word of her power the podcast and let me know what is resonating with you you can also leave a review for the podcast on both apple um, and spotify you can leave five stars if you obviously if you think it's five star content and on apple you also get the opportunity to write a little comment as well which is a great place to give me some of your feedback this podcast is all about serving you the her power community and I just love and appreciate you so much and I'm very grateful to you. That's why I'm always wanting to give you my absolute best. So with that said, this episode, let's go again on the subject of connecting with your highest potential. We are getting into the final weeks of 2022. Can you believe it? What a year it has been. I'm wondering... What has the year been like for you? It has been full for me of excitement, challenges, things that I would never believe to be possible going a few years back. So it has been, I would say, for a beautifully blessed year. And it's interesting when I say blessed because it's not been without its challenges. 
But this is the joy for me of doing this personal development work because the challenges start to become opportunities for learning that can then really help you to unlock the next level of your life. So what have some of the biggest challenges been for you this year? And to deepen that inquiry, what do you think have been some of the key lessons within those challenges? One of the things that I've come to learn over the years is that Doing this inner soul work, it's not a destination. It's more about an ongoing and evolving journey of self-discovery. And the direction of it is literally dictated to by the actions that you choose to take. So are you choosing consciously and mindfully your experience? Or are you just sort of drifting along and having your experience dictated to by the circumstances that arise around you so one of the things that I've been working through over the last year is the strong soul calling that I'm feeling to become a bit more visible which makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable I'm not gonna lie but I know that it's for the greater good because I feel as though I've been kind of hauled through the coals really in my lifetime going through some of these big life experiences which have really helped me to deepen my perspective my understanding my empathy my sympathy and with that I've learned a lot of lessons and that's why I feel like I'm just being called now to share the lessons that I've learned from going through the hardships and from pulling myself up from rock bottom and having to do that more than once, you know, going through these major traumatic experiences and, yeah, really having to dig deep to pull myself back up again. But I've surprised myself in what I've been able to achieve as a result of putting in the work and that's why now I'm like I've got to share this because I know that there's going to be other women out there that are stuck in these repeating cycles or patterns that are just outdated behavioural patterns that are keeping you stuck that have come about as a result of a painful experience or a traumatic experience or some sort of challenge that you've been through and I know there's so many women that are just stuck on this hamster wheel going round and round and round and not even being able to keep still long enough to see that they're on the hamster wheel but they know that there's a sense of discomfort or exhaustion because you've been constantly going round and round now the fatigue set in your bones are feeling weary you're feeling like gosh how much longer do I have to keep going on this hamster wheel and I get it I totally get it, which is why now I'm back to deliver the word, (laughs) the good word of, yeah, coming back from rock bottom. And you know what, for you, it might not even be that dramatic. It might not be some big rock bottom or some huge trauma. It could just be that there's feelings of discomfort in your life that, yeah, you're not quite vibing, you know, You've just got that sense that things can be better, but you don't necessarily know how or what it is or, yeah, but there's just that feeling that something could be better. I felt like that for so many years and it's so frustrating to be in a place where you know that you can be in a better place, but you don't know how. Or perhaps you've even become disillusioned and don't believe that things can can be any better because of how your life experience has played out. Trust me, there were times when I thought that I was born under a curse. 
people would always say, oh God, you're unlucky, aren't you? And I started to believe it. You know, I bought into that because of the things that were happening, because of what seemed, you know, in the outside world, like a perceived um, lack of good luck. I believed it too. I was just going along, being battered by the waves of life, feeling as though I wasn't in any control. I was just trying to stay sane, let alone trying to even find any sense of purpose. Like for me, the idea of the luxury of being in purpose wasn't even a concept. I was just trying to stay sane and stay alive. And here's the thing, for so many years, I thought that life was about the material things, you know, having the car, the house, the holidays, the material stuff that society tells you are the things that make you happy. There was a time when I was working in banking and I was having the holidays and, you know, living the life and going around and partying and having fun and all of that sort of stuff. But it's interesting now what success means to me and for me success is being able to have control over how I navigate my life experience it's for me being in a place of being present and connected and just feeling as though life is so much bigger and so much more than I always believed it was and just that sense of feeling content with the bare minimum, like when I came out of hospital after my spinal cord injury and, you know, I'd lost my income, I'd lost my body as I'd known it, you know, bladder issues, bowel issues, I can barely walk, having to learn to build my strength up again, but still finding the most beautiful, joyful, ah, yeah, just moments where I felt so alive, despite the fact that everything had just gone to crap around me really and from that I was like wow I had it all wrong it's just really helped to change my perspective and introduce me to a new idea of what was important so from this point in my life I just feel so blessed at a core level and I know that I have the capacity and the ability to connect with happiness and joy I know that I'm able to bring my thoughts back from anxious thoughts, whereas before I used to just live in a constant state of fear and anxiety. Honestly, I was in a mess, cortisol flying around my body, constantly in this state of fight or flight because of living with this anxiety disorder and PTSD and agoraphobia and always living in fear. But when I decided to give up the diet of fear, let go of watching the constantly negative news and TV programs and learn to disconnect from my head and connect with my heart. That's when everything started changing. And this is why I want to try and communicate these lessons as best as I can, because it's not rocket science and it doesn't cost a penny. It's just about you taking the time to take a breath and connect with yourself and allow your attention to come out of your head and into your heart and just to start exploring that space and to just start being curious about what is possible. And the biggest revelations that I've had 
have come from asking questions to myself and providing the space for myself to hear the answers. Because the thing is, we're always on the go. There's always something to do, somewhere to be, something to look at, something to scroll through. It's relentless. And when we're in that constant state of doing rather than being, we're not creating the space that we need to allow our higher selves to connect so that we can begin to hear that dialogue from our higher self because it's there ready and waiting to communicate. In fact, your higher self is hovering over you right now, around you, through you, in you, just waiting for you to flick the switch and say yes to creating the space, to connecting with your breath and to be willing to be patient We are in a generation now where it's like everybody wants it in an instant. You can order something on Amazon and get it the same day, like WTF. Back in the day, you know, I remember like the shops would be closed on a Sunday. If you had a pen pal back in the day, you'd write a letter and then you'd have to wait like two weeks for it to get there or whatever. And then you'd have to sit and wait for them to reply. And it would be like a month for a communication. But now it's like instantaneous. You can message someone in a different country in an instant. And everything is now, now, now. So our brains are like constantly on the go. Flitting from one thing to the next. But that doesn't serve us. The beauty is in the practice and... Nothing's going to happen overnight. I think the sooner we can get our heads around, there's not some miracle cure, there's not some pill, there's not some magic course that is going to change your life. There's a lot of people out there with things to teach and share, just like myself. But the reality of the matter is it's all down to you and what you're prepared to give and one of the biggest things that I could hope for you if you're not there already for for the next year ahead is to give yourself a chance give yourself the chance to see just what you're capable of and what really can be possible for you and dare to dream a few years ago if anyone would say to me oh you know you'll be working on a book proposal being mentored by Hay House Publishing and I wouldn't have believed it. And let alone that, just the fact that I've got this much control over my inner peace or the ability to connect with my inner peace when I used to live in such an anxious headspace all the time is like, I feel like I've won the lottery. I remember back in the day thinking the lottery was going to be the only way that I could create anything beautiful in my life. But... I feel like I've won the lottery. Now I've gained this understanding of my own internal world. That is priceless. With that, you can do anything and achieve anything. And you've got all the tools that you need. It's just you and creating some space for yourself and connecting to your breath and being willing to be patient and being willing to be committed and do the work every day. If you can't do it every day, do it as frequently as you can. The more frequently that you can be mindful of where your head's at, where your experience is at, the easier it's going to be to create the environment that you want to rather than being subject to your circumstances. And it's like half the time we're going through life, we're stressed, we don't even realise we're stressed because we haven't even stopped to 
capture breath and really notice how we're feeling. But actually we're sitting there, we're at our desks, our shoulders are up tight and we're not breathing properly. We're just like going at it, doing what we need to do, working, you know, in between work, then clicking onto socials and whatever it is that we're doing in life that's keeping us busy. Anything other than sit in the silence with ourselves which is actually where the magic happens, but you need to nurture that relationship. And it can be difficult, especially if you've been through some stuff and you know that there might be a few things waiting in some dusty corners that you need to dust off before you can move on to the next level. But that's the secret. That's where the magic happens. It's finding the things that you're resistant to, noticing that, noticing what that's about, observing it long enough objectively to see what that that friction is trying to teach you about yourself because I'm telling you now in my experience every bit of friction that we come up against is teaching us something about ourselves whether that's with people certain people that rub you up the wrong way even if they've not necessarily done anything but they might just irritate you What is that telling you about yourself? Certain circumstances. If you're in a workplace and you're not enjoying going in, I mean, it's fairly obvious what that's telling you, isn't it? That your soul is probably calling for you to do something different, but maybe, you know, you're just lacking in confidence or the bills just need to be paid, so you're just sticking with what you know because it's comfortable. But we've got one shot at this life, and I'm not saying to just jump out and leave your jobs now, but start setting the foundations to connect with your creativity so that you can start nurturing and creating something that you can start doing on the side, something that's going to start fulfilling you. Because once you're able to make that connection with what your heart desires and what your higher self is is trying to align you with, then naturally you'll start vibrating more towards other experiences that are aligned with that now in my experience I see that within the scope of human potential we've got the potential to vibrate low and have very dark and miserable and ugly experiences but then we also have the opportunity to vibrate really high and experience all of the the higher vibrational aspects of our existence the high vibe stuff, the enjoyable stuff, the joyful stuff. And it's about finding the space to connect in with that. If that's what you want for your life, you might be happy sitting in the misery, in the misery, then by all means, you know, you don't have to do any of this work. But if there's something within you that knows that you're just worth more than your current lot, then these are the simple things that you can start to do and reflect on that are really going to help you to change and change and transform your experience. It's like, do we want to align ourselves with our lowest possible expression? Or do we want to align ourselves with our highest possible expression? I know after living in decades at the lowest possible expression of my life that I had enough there. (laughs) It wasn't serving me. I was able to start to see it as an opportunity to learn some lessons, learn some stuff about myself and treat it like a game. Start seeing what the things are that make me feel good in life, what the things are that don't make me feel good and start moving away from the things that don't make me feel good towards the things that do make me feel good. And yeah, just connecting more into love and compassion 
and living in that space because it's a much better space for me to dwell than when I used to be constantly aggy and aggressive and yeah just frustrated and angry all the time it's a total opposite experience that I'm having now and I'm so grateful to be here so when we can stop seeing our life as this set of circumstances that happens to us and we start to look at the unsavoury people that we might come across or the things where the situations where things didn't work out how we might wanted them to the emotional pain that we come up against, the traumas that we might encounter. And if we start to look at those as gifts, because at a very basic level, when I was like all broken and battered after my spinal cord injury and really just trying to think, oh my gosh, is this how I'm going to have to live the rest of my life with this injury? The one thing that helped me to start turning it round was gratitude and at the point of the injury I just had this really strong sense that what had happened had happened for a reason and that there was a lesson that I needed to learn and I felt quite obsessed actually about the idea that there was a lesson there for me and I was like every day I was like what is this trying to teach me what is this trying to teach me and I would find time and space well I say find time and space. I couldn't go anywhere or doing any, do anything anyway because, yeah, I was, you know, newly injured and stuck in a pandemic on, you know, third floor flat, barely able to walk. So I spent a lot of time sitting in the window, asking these questions to myself. And, yeah, just there was something about that. I've spoken about this in many episodes, but something about the seat that I was sitting in, in the kitchen where I was able to see the trees and just connect to the warmth of the sun. And I was in so much pain and everything was, just felt like everything was going so wrong. But in those little moments of beauty where I was able to just, oh, feel that warmth of the sun on my skin. And it it just, it hit differently because of my circumstance, perhaps, because I couldn't get out. And I just felt all the things that I'd I'd previously taken for granted I was now deeply appreciating. So I'm asking, what is this here to teach me? As I'm sitting there pondering, enjoying the warmth of the sun and, you know, watching these trees outside that are slowly starting to bloom as spring comes in. And then if you take to your journal, if you ask yourself these questions, listen, I'm not saying that on day one, you're gonna sit down and be like, what is this pain here to tell me? And then all of a sudden you're gonna get this massive download. You might do but it might not necessarily work like that. But the starting point is to pose the question and then create the space and the potential to receive a response. Because one thing that I've noticed about life is when you ask a question, when you become curious, it opens up possibilities. And in fact, that reminds me actually of when I was a kid and I used to ask a lot of questions And, you know, sometimes adults, they can't be bothered to, (laughs) they can't be bothered to answer you. So they're just like, oh, curiosity killed the cat kind of vibes. And I was always like, yes, but information brought it back. So I've always been quite a curious mind. And then when you start to ask these questions, you start to receive answers that you might never have even thought of. Because if we're not asking the questions, we're not creating the opportunity to receive an answer, if that makes sense. 
if we're not challenging our discomfort, if we're not challenging our bad moods and asking ourselves what that's all about, then, you know, we just perpetuate this behaviour and go round on this hamster wheel. But if we do take the time to just stop crawling on this wheel for a moment and ask ourselves some of these key questions, then you might be surprised at what you begin to discover. And if you make it a habit, and a practice of asking yourself inquiring questions about the circumstances that you find yourself in or the feelings and the emotions that you notice that bubble up inside you can really start to change your life just by getting these sorts of insights and another thing is like don't let the universe force you to wake up <laughs> like try and be ahead of the game because i was kind of sleepwalking for a long time and I could feel this nudge like I could feel myself being pushed into certain directions by a force greater than I shall we say but I didn't always listen and I went up against some of the feelings that were telling me that something wasn't right but I was still sort of going along because that was I felt like I was doing what I should be doing rather than what felt right but yeah just kind of bobbing along unconsciously despite the fact that there was some discomfort, whether it was intense or sort of low level, varying levels of discomfort, I was still just sort of going along with it because I was doing what I thought I should be doing and not really giving myself the opportunity to connect in with, you know, what I really wanted in the first place or what I was being called to do. So, yeah, I kind of felt like I'd ignored a few opportunities to learn lessons and we're going around in repeating cycles a bit and then the universe is like are you not gonna listen <laughs> okay well let me just drop kick you with a spinal cord injury and force you to listen so what i'm saying is if you feel like there's some discomfort there explore it don't let the universe drop kick you into a situation that you know is going to force you to pay attention you've got so many opportunities along the way to just connect in and do the best that you can to improve your quality of life as you're going rather than waiting for these big things to happen that you then have to crawl yourself back up from the bottom from you know be ahead of the game the sooner we can surrender and give up our addiction to fear, the sooner and easier it's going to be for us to connect with our greatest potential. But half of us aren't even giving it a chance. And sometimes you don't know all the answers. Like a lot of the stuff I'm doing at the moment, I don't know what all the answers are, but I feel a call and I'm going with it. I don't know what the destination is, but I'm enjoying the process and enjoying the journey. So, yeah, try and detach yourself from the idea that there's some end destination that you're trying to get to and see what you can do to maximise your experience throughout the day, each and every day. It's not about waiting to get to some end point, but rushing to get there and not paying any attention to being as present as you can in each moment and enjoying the beauty of each moment because nothing else is guaranteed other than this moment right here and right now so you may as well do what you can to connect to it and make it as beautiful as you possibly can so if you are ready for some life changes in 2023 i would say just 
allow yourself to become curious and let your curiosity guide you. Ask yourself, what am I here to do? What is my contribution to humanity to be? And you can journal, you can wait until you feel moved to respond and write your answer, or you can just ponder it. You might notice that you get an intuitive answer within you immediately. Write it down, pay attention to what comes up, even if you are dismissive of it, because often your intuition will speak first and then your mind will jump in after. And your mind is kind of run on a set of programs and cycles that are based on your past experience. But your intuition often has beautiful gifts. So if you allow yourself the opportunity to write those gifts down before your mind starts getting in and telling you why you can't do this or why that's not possible or just basically trying to rain on your parade, just start making notes that come directly from your intuition and then you can review them. You might start noticing trends or themes or recurring topics coming up. And then you can just start paying attention to these little messages that are coming from the subconscious that are trying to prick your attention so you can start taking action on them. And then when you start taking action on them, even if it's just to Google something about something that's come up or just explore something a little bit further, it's the taking the action and taking steps that's going to move you closer to what it is that you are here for. But inaction is just going to leave you stuck. So ask yourself these questions often and allow yourself to meditate over them. Create a little sacred space. Really carve some time out just for you. It doesn't need to be some big hour commitment. 20 minutes if that's all you've got. 10 minutes. Allow yourself to just visualise and connect in with where your heart's trying to lead you but it's all about creating the space. And you know, it's not an overnight process, but it is a commitment to yourself. And I think that I'm sure, I'm sure you'll agree that you're absolutely worth making this kind of commitment to yourself because you deserve to see what is possible for your life. You deserve to see just how good life can get. You deserve to be able to connect into that inner peace because it's beautiful and it's our right, you know, it's our human right. And doing all of this self-observation work is a real key part of raising your vibration. So when you become more conscious and aware of your thoughts, how you're interacting with the world around you, you've then become an active participant in the game of life because now you're mindful of what you're experiencing and you know that you have the ability to change your experience by doing things like connecting with your breath, pulling out your journal, whatever it is, depending on the circumstances, obviously. And the more you can do to raise your vibration, the easier it is to become aligned with that highest version of yourself, with your highest potential and your greatest possibilities. And in that conscious working to raise your vibration, You'll meet your truths along the way because it's being mindful of the things that are keeping you feeling like you're stuck on a low vibe and examining them that's going to help you to be like, right, 
that what's that's what that's all about you receive your lessons then you can graduate and move on to the next level and then there'll be a new thing for you to unpick and understand before you can then move on to the next level because your inner wisdom and your higher guidance can't be nurtured from an unconscious position wake yourself up become aware start taking action and then you're going to be consciously creating the life that your heart desires like i say it's a practice but you deserve to make that investment in yourself and it, you know it does take time so you need to be willing to be patient to be committed and i'm not perfect you know i have moments where i am less than high vibrational i can tell you and i recognize that i need a set of circumstances for me to be at my best and now i'm mindful of that i do what i can to honor that so that the world gets the best of me i need sleep i need hydration i need to meditate i need to journal and i definitely need to be able to retreat to quiet and calm places I've cut the news out my diet because nobody needs that level of stress and anxiety. Like the media have an agenda is to keep you engaged with their service. So of course they're going to be putting up this stuff that stimulates your senses, you know, and generates that fear that keeps you looking at them as the savior in the sense that they'll be the ones that are giving you the information that will help to keep you safe and you know, Nobody needs that kind of constant negativity, let's be honest. But like I say, I have given up fear in my diet. And now my agenda is that of love. It's that of compassion. It's that of doing the best to heal and helping to connect people with the tools and their inner power that can help them to heal too. So that they can really start to enjoy the beauty of life. So I'm wondering what sort of circumstances do you need to help you feel at your best? Which conditions do you best thrive in? And what are the circumstances that you need to create more of so that you are able to find that time and that space to slow things down and disconnect from the outside world, disconnect from your head, connect with your breath and connect with your heart. And once you have taken the time to create that space or find more opportunities to create these sacred spaces for you to connect in with your highest vision for yourself, ask yourself, what fills my cup? When do I feel most alive? What am I gifted at? And what am I gifted at that brings me joy? So you might find that answers come up instantly. Like I've said before, you know, you might notice that your intuition delivers you an answer quite swiftly. You might even notice in the coming days that some synchronicities start to arise based upon some of the things that have cropped up in your quiet contemplation or signs from the universe. But if you are someone that struggles to carve out time for yourself, I would highly advise you to take yourself on a spiritual date and have that date with the intention of connecting to your higher self, to the greatest possible version of you that already exists energetically. 
You just need to do what you can to connect in with that energy of your highest possible potential so that you can then start to match up the energy, the actions, everything that's happening here on earth in your physical world that's going to move you more in line with that of your greatest potential. So my soul sister, I am inviting you to carve out the time and the space to begin to invite in that frequency of your greatest potential and I'm really encouraging you to take one tentative step to exploring the possibility of that relationship. So soul sister, are you ready to connect with your limitless possibilities in 2023? so this is going to be the last episode before christmas i hope you've enjoyed it if anything resonated with you please do share it on the socials tag me in at zoe.e.fox so i can see which bits speak to you if you would like to support me as an independent creator you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash zoe fox And I just want to say thank you so much for joining me throughout 2022, however long you've been here for, maybe you've been here since 2021, maybe you've just joined, however long, how many ever episodes you've consumed, like it is all love and I'm really excited about what we're going to be able to achieve in 2023. I'm going to keep pushing myself to see what I can learn so that I can bring it back to share it with you so that we can all sit about really seeing just how amazing life can get. Let's look back a year from now and be absolutely amazed with what we've managed to achieve. Big love, wishing you a very Merry Christmas if you're celebrating, have a beautiful festive period. Love you soul sisters, peace out.